Hello, and welcome to Breast Cancer Conversations, a podcast brought to you by survivingbreastcancer.org. I'm Laura Carfing, breast cancer survivor and founder of survivingbreastcancer.org, a nonprofit organization providing community, education, and resources to empower those diagnosed with breast cancer and their caregivers from day one and beyond. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Breast Cancer Conversations. Today is a really special episode because we are bringing in guest speakers to recite their poetry. This was recorded during one of our live webinar Poetry Slam events, and we hope to have more soon. If you've been following our newsletter, you've been seeing that this fall of 2021, we've been offering a variety of writing workshops, and we hope to continue that in the new year as well. Plus other ways of just getting engaged through Craft Circles, Thursday Night Thrivers, where we meet up every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. We have our Sunday, every other Sunday NBC webinar series, plus our Movement Mondays. There are so many ways to connect with others in our breast cancer community. I am so excited because tonight we have an amazing lineup of stellar poets. I really hope you can just sit back, pour yourself a glass of wine, a cup of tea, your favorite beverage, and just listen to the beauty in their voice and enjoy. Welcome to the conversation. Pooja was asking us um, if we're looking to do this on a regular basis, a monthly basis, a quarterly basis. And if enough people want to do it, we can do it quarterly. We can do it monthly. Uh, I love poetry. I think it's wonderful. I've always read it. And I used to compose a lot of it in my younger days when I was creative. But we're looking to uh, we're looking to carry it forward and, and just uh, incorporate that into the uh, the community from an artist healing perspective. So I'm Eileen Kaminsky. I live in Northern California, in a place called Auburn, which is in the Sierra foothills, and it's absolutely beautiful here. I have stage four metastatic breast cancer. I was diagnosed de novo, and I'm in my seventh year on my seventh line of treatment and doing fairly well right now. And as you know, cancer metastatic especially is like a roller coaster ride. It's constant ups and constant downs. And uh, the first poem that I'm going to read is actually written for two who are no longer with us. They did not have breast cancer. Um, They had brain cancer. So this is dedicated to Melissa Blank and Ben North. And it's called The Last Poet Standing. Lasting longer than the rest, the final poet stood up amidst thousands of books, burned down around her feet, now ashes to ashes, and now complete. Dust to dust, sunrise to dusk, she asked gods to slip her into her mind what she couldn't find, descriptions, colors, thoughts, flowers she's never even seen people she's never even met. And instead of bursting into flame, the room cried a storm of tears and their ashes washed away and down the street where they sunk into the earth, melting the soil, leaving only the voices behind with her to hold. Yet only the words death and afraid and cancer came instead. She cried out loud, you don't even know me. Yet you defined me, pleading, please, give me back my words, please. Their brilliant brains battered them. Now in their silence and rest, the fates leaving, them, leaving her alone to give some reason. 
what do we to do what do we do today now they now that they've gone a child asks these stupid things adults respond without a clue nothing to say unless they can do yet she persisted and insisted on their behalf it's no good to herself again another crumpled page atop the mountain piled high that night she sat opening and straightening and reading but throwing each one into the stove her words cremated and remain forever unheard her heart beat hard in her chest under the thousand pounds of weight she'd heard tons of stones weighs exactly exactly the same as a ton of feathers rocks kill quick while feathers from an unseen bird float into her mouth taking her breath and slowly suffocating the poetess the world turned again and written in her hand in the morning after she picked up the papers reading only death and fear and cancer not one the right answer the poet is complete yet one simple question remained unanswerable what's there to gain by knowledge here anyway but why choose me in her head a baritone voice said you tell me why and then she did My name is Brooksha McDonald. I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I've, I'm a two-time breast cancer survivor, two years apart with two primary uh, breast cancers. And my dad passed on the ability to write poems, but he forgot to pass on the ability to make all the lines come out, even or even to always rhyme. Um, <laughs> So uh, I write anyway. My first poem is entitled Awareness. Survivingbreastcancer.org has enabled us to become friends really fast. My hope is that all our friendships will last and last. Our boobs have brought us together as our stories we do share over states and even countries. We come from almost everywhere. Boob survivors measured A, B, C, and D. And one of you even claimed to have been a G. (laughs) Plastic surgeons try to match them up the best they can do. Mine don't match at all. I don't know about you. With breast cancer diagnosis, many questions, many options come our way. Lumpectomy, mastectomy, reconstruction, tattoos, or flat to stay. Having fallen from a ladder, my journey did endure three leg surgeries, a blood clot, then two primary breast cancers, and prayers for sure, many prayers for sure. I admire each of you as through breast cancer you go. Your struggles, courage, and strengths really do show. On top of that road you are traveling today, COVID-19 has thrown a wrench into play. Dealing with just one issue was a master feat. Each of you now has additional obstacles to beat. I can laugh with you. I can cry with you. But I can't really imagine all you're going through. As you travel this journey, not a choice you did choose. You are reaffirming my faith that I didn't lose. You awaken my awareness of how blessed I have been. 
and to have you as my cancer sisters has introduced a special kin. You may not realize it is your journey you do fight, but each positive gesture of yours brings to someone a promise in life. And I signed it the patron saint because <laughs> that your organization gave me that title. And I also <laughs> wanted to add that uh, being a widow and losing my 36 double Ds, I thought I had lost my only asset. I found a new asset of awareness of others. Pooja, you are up. Thank you all. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm a breast cancer, you know, I don't know, survivor patient. What shall I say? 2020 was the journey, you know, uh, chemotherapy, lumpectomy, radiation. But integrative medicine was the lifesaver for me. Um, all the things that I've, I'm learning is definitely helping me recover without the medicine. And poetry is a therapy with words. So thank you so much for giving this opportunity. And my poem is, the title is, Peeling Equals Healing. Hey you, who me, keep peeling each layer of my life's experiences. I keep learning. Little me love to be in the bubble of my family, my friends, my school, and my hometown. I got stronger at heart. Time came to give my heart away and with that leave my bubble too. This young lady was ready to step in a new home, new country with confidence. For years, I worked hard to meet ends meet and I made home a heaven on earth. Then I was ready to welcome a new life in the world. What a bundle of joy my boy is. My baby boy made me a proud mom. Life was going good, helping others and being a good conscious world citizen. Who knew the peeling would now be done with a sharper knife? My body and my soul were cut into pieces. A cancer diagnosis followed by a pandemic. Double the trouble, double the learning. One more year has gone by. 365 days of peeling and learning. The pain equals gain. The more layers I peel, the more I learn. The more I get closer to nothing. I ask, is that nothing, everything? This poem is called, It's Another Thing Now. I'm willing to stand in gentle rain as the pink sun sets, but not to stand in the storm of sorrow and regret. I used to own all the cloudless blue morning still to come. Before I knew my darkness could yield to the sun, it's another thing now. I'm willing to see the sea sparkle in my love's blue eyes, but not to shield my own for fear of drowning in life's demise. With honest hearts, I will share the depths of my pain, but with doubting minds, I've no time left to explain. It's another thing now. I once slept deep, cradled in his willing arms to rest. Yet tonight I'm alone, another hospital guest. For warmer climes, I'd give my body to science, 
to have a chance for a single night slowly dancing in silence. It's another thing now. My time is limited and the days run late and I'm too busy netting butterflies to follow hardened dates. There's no time to waste on those who demand pl plans written in pen. But long ago and once upon a time, I had a calendar without end. But it's another thing now. I'm Michelle from Kensington, um, New Hampshire. I wrote this yesterday, actually, while I was at work so I could join you all. I used to write poetry like in high school and college, and I still sometimes do it. For me, I like always write them quickly. It's just like a, a thought comes into mind and I just go with it. So I was I wanted to join you. So I wrote this. It's called <laughs> If I Eat My Broccoli. I can see a light, only a small tunnel black on all sides, squeezing me in. If I run, if I can do push-ups, if I can meditate, if I can eat broccoli, will my body defeat? Will my mind let go? Will I escape those tiny cells that tried to take my life? Today, I don't know. Today, I feel good. Today, I am grateful. Today, I am scared. Maybe tomorrow, I'll forget. Maybe tomorrow, I'll see. Maybe tomorrow, I'll be 80 and wear purple and watch my grandkids and look back and say, remember when those crazy cells tried to take me away? Three cheers for broccoli. Brooks here, you're coming back up with your second. Okay. Uh, I remember this little ditty I had heard years and years ago, and it really doesn't have a thing to do with my poem except that it's what got me started thinking about my next poem. So two bits, four bits, six bits a dollar is the little ditty that kept coming to mind. And now my poem is Grateful. I once wrote an essay entitled My Three Tits. Now I'm inspired to write a poem to it. Most of you are quite aware of breast cancer I had in my two, which has made me express more compassion and love for you. This year marks cancer anniversary of number 17. Through each of those, I have been blessed during the days in between. You are in my prayers every night of the week as on your journey, peace you do seek. To have found a new asset of awareness of others has been a true blessing from my sisters and brothers. I am grateful beyond all of this in my life that I didn't have the third tip to bring me added strife. Hi everybody, I'm Dawn Oswald and I'm actually from San Antonio, Texas. Uh, breast cancer, the first time in 2008, came back in 2018. I'm now stage four metastatic breast cancer. I actually had a doctor's appointment today and everything is stable. I wrote this poem a couple weeks ago. And I wrote this poem to help other people because the first time I had breast cancer, like I said, in 2008, um, it, craziness. You, you didn't know how to relax. You didn't know what to do, but over the years and me having breast cancer again, 
I learned to relax, um, not to have so much anxiety. I find what gives me peace. And I think about that until the doctor tells me what is what is wrong or what is not wrong, which today nothing was wrong. So, so very happy about that. Hey. Yeah. So my poem is titled The Blue Waves. As I stare into the blue waves, I fear nothing. The blue, the beautiful blue waves take all my thoughts away, away the cancer goes. The little bit of time I stare into those blue waves, I am at peace. I am beautiful. I am strong. I can do anything. Oh, beautiful blue waves, stay with me forever so I can be at peace. Is it possible? Yes. When you're down, take a deep breath and remember me, the blue waves. Dream of them and let them take away your pain. For I am here to wave at you. Just breathe and think of the blue waves. Stare into the space and think of the beautiful blue waves. Let your thoughts go. Let it take your cancer away. Stare. Stare into the blue waves and fear nothing. Eileen, we're bringing you back. Why don't you do a couple? Okay, so I'm actually going to read one I wrote uh, about a week and a half ago and a poetry prompt. Um, and the prompt was, I am from this time of COVID. And so here's the poem. I am from this time of COVID. I am behind a mask from this time of COVID. When smiles move from our mouths, to our eyes and faces, and gave away nothing about intention. Thieves and pastors, warriors and workers, all became indistinguishable. I am isolation from the time of COVID, when I already understood the words alone and silence and lockdown. My body so thirsty for a drink of a hug and the warmth of a kiss as it cools on my cheek, leaving the ghost of its memory. I am immunity from the time of COVID when systems of this fragile body and of this broken down earth trembled with the fear of demise. Like a thief, disease came by every house, turning each handle, hoping to find an unlocked door to quietly enter and steal our last breaths. I am from the hospitals in the time of COVID when responders to the calls of those who lost their breath and could not speak came to hang from tubes. Like infants born too soon, incubated and unable to bond to Mother Earth and this human race on the edge of death with every mother's worrying, hoping for a doctor or a nurse to say everything is going to be okay. I am the mutation in this time of COVID. An injection cannot fool me for I will keep you behind a mask isolated, without immunity, and in despair. Don't be alarmed by me. I'm here alongside Darwin to break the frail and leave the fittest intact. And I am hope from this time of COVID, and hope never lies and never dies, and I can unchain us from the fear, the uncertainty, and the mutations. Hope will enter your souls and open the locked doors to let the gentle breeze of life inside. Hope comes from your hearts, removes your masks, and finally, I will hold you forever and kiss your sad face 
returning the stolen smiles and leaving you in the warmth of my grace. This one's called Hope Beams. Hope beams brightly like lemons, yellow with all of the sun. Trees aching with sour bliss, somehow finding happiness in the dew left by its acid kiss. Long before we arrived, all the light found a single branch. I took my hand, having the entire universe right in my palm. Mystery peels back the misery, replaced by heat and the scent of innocence. Delighted by impossibility, I come forward to bear witness to pure truth, belief in the chemistry tested and drawn from within me, draining water now inside where floats my will. I smile with healing light, so I'm told my mass, all my bloody, all my blood in a chalice, quenching a thirst to pass all the tests. So I dress like a goddess, secretly becoming more, but less than something I knew before. Born safely here in a nest, like a newborn red robin, cracked wide open, leaving a blue speckled crest. My shell belies the crisp spring air that I breathed in and out, still miraculously, all these tasks, unconsciously sympathetic. My heart, my lungs, filled with hope for any cure, so cut me open, it's free. Anonymous files stored away alphabetically by a steady hand. Surgeons can fix anything and sew me up from the edge. And hope renewed miraculously. Singly, we file out into the, st into the street of white where we become one line. Our years walk toe to toe, heel to heel. My turn will come eventually like everyone's. Where does the line end? in shreds of curled ribbon, ripped against the scissor's edge, in colors I wouldn't choose. Yes, we're listening, our ears to the wall without the next answer. All of us fail and fall. Yet there's hope for truth. Every green springs again, every blue goes black, every white wing flies, every hell finds heaven again. Our cheeks absorb all the tears, our heads defend all the rain. Our mouths reject all the words, our bones crack all the power, our skin, all the scars, our hands open, and the love, our wallets empty, all the hope, the gamblers and the monks, the grifters and the punks, laugh at the boundaries of who you are and I are and I were now, connecting us to which connecting us to switch on our heart lights. The same power to know my soul existed before I rode this train, crossing borderless countries, aimless and naked, alone and afraid, breaking into my body, stealing my baggage. My bones are in steerage. I'm nobody anymore, but a body to tear at until I'm empty of anything of value at all. As a pawn of the dead, a pawn of this life, for what I deplore and what I defend, Myself against the punchline, bereft of the joke. It's no longer funny, but simply strange, not hearing any laughter. To climb out of the broken windows of pain without a louder, a louder. We're locked up in attics, unpacked and restrained. Open the boxes, 
let the air inside, sweep away the must, find the moths where they hide, watch the memories fly by. That's who we once were, above all your heads, circling like vultures over the dusty rafters of hope. The name of my poem is Out Damn Spot. It's an ode to uh, Shakespeare. So, Out Damn Spot, exclaimed the iniquitous Lady M in William's foremost tale. Her fears well accounted for, and the psychological toll knavishly awaiting all. Out Damn Spot. Out Damn Spot, Philo's diagnosed dreams and metastasizing growth proves every bit as daunting as the Lady M infamous lament so we too think walk and talk about out damn spot out damn spot when the lady somehow manages to fall into a fitful sleep she's plagued by the nightmare of blood and death on her hands her dreams too are made of iron and steel out damn spot out damn spot she rubs her hands and tries to erase here's yet a spot she laments the smell of blood still she cries out in desperation out damn spot, out damn spot, the grief, the guilt, sleep no more becomes the haunt. And what is to become of the life we so anticipated, the anatomy of grief prevails. Out damnable spot. Oh, good. My ode to William. <laughs> Thank you. Is and, Spot your dog? What's is that? Spot your dog? Is Spot your dog? No. <laughs> <laughs> good one though. <laughs> and so with that i want to thank everybody for showing up tonight what a wonderful crowd and thank you especially to the poets and thank you all for listening and joining us tonight i hope to have more poems for you in the near future if you would like to submit a poem for an upcoming poetry slam you can email william at survivingbreastcancer.org as a reminder, all of our content on our podcast is peer-to-peer support and is never meant to be taken for medical advice. Please feel free to continue the conversation online by following us on Twitter. Our handle is SBC underscore ORG. And on Instagram, our handle is Surviving Breast Cancer Org, all one word. And of course, I had to put in a plug. If you love our content, please hop over to iTunes, give us five stars, and write your review. It really means the world. Until next time, keep on thriving.